Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, good morning Russell. Good morning, good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for teaching us something new every single day. We thank you that you reveal these mysteries in your word that lie in plain sight and hidden from everyone else. And yet you make those known to those whom you choose to. You reveal a new thing. You grant us your understanding and wisdom, Lord. The application of that hidden mystery within your word. So that when we observe to do according to all that is written in it, diligently, faithfully, then there is transformation, then there are results. Then there are outcomes. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with this new day. Another opportunity to praise and worship and thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with this opportunity to come into your presence. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. And we humble ourselves and we come and surrender to you, Father. Emptying ourselves out of all that is within us that we held dear. Everything about ourselves. Our pride, our ego, all the knowledge that we have. We empty our cup, Lord, that you might fill it again. We come to draw and drink from you again. To have our fill in the spirit. So that when we are filled with your revelation. Then out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living water. We thank you Jesus. And we share that same peace and joy Lord that you pour into our hearts. With all those that are part of this prayer meeting. And this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. And we share it with all those that are Christians and yet have not known you personally. They do not have that relationship with you. And with all those that do not want to know you and have willingly turned away, willfully, out of their own wish. We ask for a quickening, Lord, because they are still your children and you are still their father. And unless you quicken them, unless you draw them to you, they can't come. We ask for that quickening, Lord. And we come to you this morning to make our prayer and our reflection in confidence, believing that everyone that calls on your name shall not go back in shame. So as we make our prayer, Lord, we call on your name, our Holy Trinity, the mighty God, our Father, our Maker, our Creator, the one who is ever faithful, no matter where the number of times we fall, he does not change in his love for us. We call on the name of that God of Abraham, who always answers to faith, the God of David, who always has mercy on us. The God of Isaac who always produces an overflow when we follow his instruction. The God of Jacob who promised him 
that he would be the father of all the tribes. We thank you, Father, that you reveal to us all your mysteries in your word. We thank you, Lord, that you give us that opportunity to come to you. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. That combination which produces all these revelations. The formula of all creation. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the measure of faith. So that even in challenging circumstances, even in the middle of our storm, when it seems like that boat will sink, yet you bid us to speak in faith. Just like Jesus, we can then say, peace, be still. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny helpers. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift that we need and every provision in the earthly realm. That we shall not fall short, but we are able to stand tall. Let's walk towards our abundance that Jesus came to give us and stand in dominion, the purpose for which you created us and positioned us in this earth. And above all, Father, to restore our relationship with you. To look up to you as Father, and then you look upon us as your children. That mother hen that protects her chicks. That Father who shall not give us a stone when we ask for bread. That Father who protects us with his jealous love. And that King who justly looks after us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with everything that we need. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. We cover also every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. And Christians everywhere, Lord, by your precious blood that has won all victories. We draw that bloodline around each of these and declare it as our hedge of protection, our barricade in the spirit that every force of wickedness that comes against it or near it, let that spirit be judged by the fire of heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I ask for revelation on each of us that by that revelation and understanding, we operate within this barricade within your will, within your prescribed rules and principles, so that no accuser can stand against us, against any of your people. I ask for that wisdom, Father, in the name of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy and perfect will, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accidents, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I declare immunity on these, your people. I declare exemption, divine exemption from any kind of disasters of this type. In the mighty, the powerful, the unmatched name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the power of life in our tongue, and we choose that life. Thank you, Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word by proclaiming your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. 
It says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. And we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You often hear people say, say this about a lot of other people, to say this about others, in fact, in general. He or she is lucky. They have everything. All goes well for them, but look at me. I am not lucky. Have you heard this before? So today I'd like us to reflect on luck. And this is tied into yesterday's topic as well. What is luck? Why do certain people enjoy benefits while others don't? Some are enjoying success and prosperity and so are called lucky. What does the Bible say about such prosperity, such success? Is it magical? Joshua 1 verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night. Study it, so that you may be careful to do everything, not some things. Careful to do everything that is written in it. You take action in accordance with all that is written in it, and then you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. So is the Bible saying here, here, take some luck, and then you will be successful. There's another verse I'd like to touch on here that's connected with this. Proverbs 13, verse 4, which said a sluggard, sluggard now is a lazy person, a sluggard person's appetite is never filled, but the desires of the diligent one are fully satisfied. In certain other versions, it says, the soul of the diligent one shall be richly supplied or made fat. So is it luck then? What else does the Bible say about the diligent one? In Proverbs 22, verse 29, it says, do you see a man who is diligent in his business? Now, when it says diligent in his business, it means who is skilled at his work. Not lazy and not someone who refuses to learn, but he has learned and built his skill. Diligent in his business. Do you see such a man? He shall stand before kings, men that will honor him, men that will respect him, men in high places. That is what it means. He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. Men that will harass him. Men that will oppress him. Men that will exploit him. And men that will kick him around. Is there something we are learning from that? Now more. Proverbs 12 verse 24. Diligent hands will rule. But laziness ends in forced labor. Again, Proverbs 10 verse 4. 
Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. None of these places say lucky hands get wealth. What is our world believing today? Oh, he is lucky and she is lucky. Look at them, they're rich, they drive big cars. What am I missing is the question we need to ask. Lord, what am I missing? Those that are lucky get wealth. Or did the Bible say those that are diligent become wealthy? So what did we miss? Let me explain the definition of luck. This is an acronym I learned years ago from someone that was teaching about wealth. That was a worldly teaching on wealth. It was not biblical teaching. But I still find that definition is quite accurate. He said luck is an acronym which stands for L-U-C-K, laboring under correct knowledge. When you understand what that process is, how to do it, and then you master things, you become skilled in that area. That is luck, laboring under correct knowledge. And then by virtue of this diligence, you qualify yourself to receive that benefit, the wealth, the outcome, the honor, the respect that people put on you. The prosperity in whatever area, not only wealth. So then you become lucky by laboring or diligently working according to kingdom principles, according to the promises and prophecies that are mentioned in the Bible. Now with this definition, let's go back and look at Joshua 1 verse 8 from this angle now. Where he said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night that you may be careful to do everything according to all that is written in it. And then you will make your way prosperous spiritually and physically. And then you will be successful. So what happens when you do this? Look at Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 2. It says, all these blessings shall come upon you, chase and overtake you when you observe to do according to all that is written in it. If you shall listen to the voice of the Lord, that's how it says in listening to his voice is observing to do what he says. It's not just listening to it and say, okay, I'll think about it. See you next time. Are we missing something there? Is the Lord screaming in our ears and we still don't get it? Now you might ask, what about those that are spoiled in their habits? Maybe even lazy, but are enjoying the benefits, are living off family riches. Yes, there are. These are the eaters that we saw in yesterday's Bible study session. And you've seen the verses before. They that are lazy, their appetite will never be filled. Poverty and destruction comes down upon them sooner than they know. More often than not, they end up destroying their lives because they do not value what they are getting. They swallow up their own legacy and nothing is left to give anyone. The Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. 
these ones here are enjoying the benefit of what someone else, that is their parents or their grandparents, built out of their hard work. And it's a shame then if that cannot be handed down as a legacy. And that is where yesterday's teaching of sowing comes in. You sow to leave a legacy for others. Not just enjoy your life. And God says when you are building on that legacy, you will have more than enough to enjoy for yourself. That is why that verse that we reflected on yesterday, 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10 is important. It's a big lesson for us in management. In short, we are talking about these lazy ones that are enjoying something that their parents or grandparents built. They are not lucky. They didn't get lucky. Even there, when you look at it, someone else did pay the price of what they are enjoying. Has done so for them to enjoy everything that they have today. So when someone else is successful and you are not, don't be jealous of them. That is not a matter to be jealous of. The important thing is to look at it and learn from their successes. What did they do differently that I don't know? What did they do to be successful? And then when you gain some insight out of it, you do that. And that is why there are so many self-education books, success books, Books on improving our mindset, our thinking. And yesterday we touched upon having the mindset of an investor versus the mindset of a saver. That is real. You must change your thinking. And when you are looking at how others made it to success, be careful to not follow or copy the dubious methods. That is why Joshua 1 verse 8 you observe to do according to all that is written in it. He said, walk straight on the path. Do not look to the left and do not look to the right. God himself reveals that path of your success. When we are diligent enough to keep pressing upon it and looking for answers. And then not just expressing our faith in our words. Lord, I declare richness over my life. But when we declare that riches and wealth, when you declare success over our life, our jobs, our family, we now set out to look forward. Where is that path? Now I've declared it. Show me where it is. What do I need to do? Faith with actions. Success is not a fluke. Every answered prayer is based on the diligence of what you know and the action that you take on the basis of what you know. Faith with actions produces outcomes and result. Laboring under correct knowledge. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for an understanding of your word, Lord. And for that diligence that we exercise our due diligence in every area of our life that we are not yet successful in. That you have plans to prosper us to give us an expected end. This is what your word says. So we press upon that word to look for those answers, Father. Where is my success? My destiny and my glory, Lord, you gave us that power to command our mornings, command our day, our destiny, our week, our month, our year ahead. 
So in the name of Jesus, I declare that my destiny and my glory, you are connected to the throne of grace. I speak on behalf of everyone that is part of this meeting, Father. You are connected through the, to the throne of glory, of, to the throne of grace, backed by the king that sits on that throne, Jesus. We declare our loyalty to that king, Jesus. When we say, as for me and my house, like Joshua said, we shall serve the Lord God of hosts. I speak Jesus over our families, over our ministry, over our workplace, over our community. For his name is power, his name is healing, and his name is life. And he heals our land. Just as he said in 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14. And then when the Lord turns the tide, when he turns the captivity of Zion, oh, for that day, Lord, turn again our captivity that we might produce new testimonies. We encounter every mercy and every grace that is needed for those testimonies, Lord. Let your spirit rain down. The revelation that we prophesy in faith, we insist that that revelation must bear fruit. We will never be the same. We've touched your grace. We've seen your face. Our life must change and it must change today, now, right now. Let your light shine through, Father. Clothe your people. Let your ways be my ways and your thoughts be my thoughts, Lord. I ask for the grace upon your people that we might have the mind of Christ. That we might be like him in image and in likeness. Guided by the Spirit, let us walk in your glory, Abba. We make this prayer and we ask for this edification in our spirit in the name of Jesus. And as we pray for spiritual growth, Lord, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures today. We declare healing, we declare restoration. And as your priest, Lord, when we stand in that gap and pray, we declare forgiveness of sins so that their land be healed. We pray for all families that are battling all kinds of division and separation. Lord, what you have joined together, let no man and no spirit separate. We cover and seal every family doubt that we are praying for now by your precious blood. Let that blood be the bond, bringing about renewal, restoration, revival, and rekindling, rebuilding that love in that home, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Anything that seeks to keep your people yoked to the ground, including all kinds of addictions, compulsive behaviors, mental disorders, poverty, prayerlessness, busyness. We declare every such chain broken in the mighty name of Jesus. 
we pray for our own personal needs and those of our families and our friends as well for all those that are battling in their challenges in their in their finances lord especially those that are jobless that are seeking new job opportunities we prophesy a fresh supply of those opportunities into their lives father a job that will last an income opportunity a business opportunity an idea maybe that they will grow in i ask for that wisdom upon each of these lives lord when you are their father who is rich they cannot live in poverty they cannot live in distress and you said those that ask for bread you will not give them a stone so we insist on that bread broken and shared into their lives this day father we insist on that miracle and we release our faith lord i pray for all those members of our family and friend circle that are not yet saved quicken them oh lord that they might call on your name and we know that when they sincerely call on your name there is deliverance this is what your word says we insist on a fulfillment of that word in these lives father that we bring to you and we remember them now father we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us and as we release our faith making this our prayer of agreement then what we have asked as touching upon in the name of jesus that you will do for us this is what your word in matthew 18:19 says to come in agreement being one spirit with your holy spirit who also prays on our behalf and we believe lord that we have received every prayer that we have raised at this altar of answered prayer in the name of jesus i encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues <coughs> to unmute and join in those that are praying for that gift and you can go back to that teaching where brother vivek has prayed for those to receive the gifts i can assure you that same power exists but right now i encourage you to operate in faith release your tongue unmute your mic start speaking one syllable ask the holy spirit to take over let us make our prayer in the spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you father thank you father thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit ya kya ಮಾಂಬ್ರ ಕಾಲ ರೇ ಸ್ಟೋಲೆ ರೇ ಜೆರೆ ಟೆಲೆ ರೇ ಸೆಟೆ ರೇ ಸ್ಟೆಟೆ
Sarah Kadar, 
In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, we release our faith. We believe we have received, Lord, and we say, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The scripture that's been put on my heart today is from 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6. The point is this. He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And I was hearing this verse. The Lord put on my heart to say that sowing can also be a form of work. It can be a form of learning. It can be a form of any kind of enrichment that you put into your spirit and into your body, your soul. Self-investment as well. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Hebrews chapter 6, verse 11 and 12, quoted from the NIV, where it says, We want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end, so that what you hope for may be fully realized. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those 
who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. Our second scripture is from Psalm 121, verse 1 and 2, quoted from the NIV. This is a song, psalm, the psalm is a song of ascents. And the two verses read as, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, the Friday Bible study teachings, also the daily rosary and divine mercy prayers, please share those with others. You know what blessing you are receiving. Give that as a gift to them and let them also experience the same. There are many that are longing for that blessing to touch them. And some of them are connected to you in such a way that only your word to them can bring a blessing. That's how the Father works. So when he says to you, or put someone on your heart, make sure you are following that instruction. Please also share Brother Savio's teachings, Brother Savio's reflections that he posts on all our social media channels and on our Telegram platform as well. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out boldly and be a blessing to everyone around us, speaking about the Jesus that you know of and that has brought about that change and has blessed you. Let us give that as a gift to others and be a blessing in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed. Have a wonderful day and a great weekend. Thank you, Pastor. God bless you all.